Welcome back to another episode of Keeping It Real. I am your host, Jonathan Lundy, and we have a very special guest with us today. His name is J. Rue Campbell. He's the former quarterback of Cass Tech High School in Detroit, where he led his team to a state title, built back-to-back state titles as a freshman and as a sophomore. From there, he went to Garden City Community College in Kansas, where he won a championship there, and he also graduated. And then from there, he transferred to Ferris State University, where he was runner-up in the national championship game. Jay Rue, how you doing, man? Glad to have you. I'm good. How you doing? Thanks for having me. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Appreciate it, man. We appreciate you being here. All right, let's uh, let's go ahead and get started into it. I want to start off with, uh, you know, how you got started in football, like, you know, like your early youth playing days and, and where that passion for the sport comes from. Uh, <clears throat> basically, my big brother started playing football and uh, I just used to, you know, just you know, want to follow my big brother for real. And, um, when he used to come home for practice or before practice, I was throwing him passes. I remember I tried to go out to the Steelers organization, uh, but I was too young. So I had to wait the next year, then the next year, but finally got out there. Uh, I remember uh, my brother had started off playing like wide receiver. So I used to throw on the ball a lot. And uh, on the D team, when I was seven, they tried to put me on the offensive line. And before he did that, on the first practice, I had asked him, like, let me throw the ball. And uh, he gave me the ball, screwed the back some, and just told me to throw it, throw it like far as I can, basically. And I kind of like threw it over his head. And he was impressed. And Harrison being, I was just playing quarterback. Uh, yeah, but my big brother though, uh, that, that that for sure was probably the reason why I kind of leaned towards that because we had like the basketball rim in the backyard and you know the little rim in the crib and stuff like that, but. I don't know. This is, I just couldn't shy away from football. <clears throat> word, word. So you, they, they put you on D line. Uh, they tried to. They tried to. <laughs> but I just, I was, I, when I was younger, I kind of already knew, like, you know, like a little bit about the uh, game a little bit. So when he told me, like, go over there to the offensive line, I was looking. And I kind of knew, like, you know, what they do and stuff like that. And I just, I, I didn't think I, I would fit. Or, 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 yeah, as you as you see, it worked out. You not being on D line. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's um let's transition to Cass Tech. Uh, yeah, as a as a freshman, you started in the state title game against Catholic Central. But uh, before we do that, I want to show you a clip. I had a chance to talk to two of your coaches, head coach uh, Thomas Wilcher, and also one of the assistant coaches, Jermaine Crow. Uh, let's, let's take a look at it real quick. All right, Coach Crow and uh, Coach Wilcher, can you talk about you know, how you came to know J. Rue and how, how he got to Cast Tech? Well, uh, that was, that's, I was, I don't remember what year it was, but I do, it was, I think it was 2010. 2010, we had uh, Keith Moore uh, as our quarterback and we knew he was about to graduate. And, uh, you know, I visited a lot of, lot of youth, youth games and a coach had told me to go, Watch the Steelers, uh, B team, and they were playing in a championship game down at uh, Ford Field. You know, I came and I watched him, and he was poised, and he made a lot of plays. You know, and you know his leadership skills stood out, like you know, because he was just so calm. Like he was making plays, he didn't get rattled by pressure. I like, oh, that kid is impressive. This kid is impressive. So uh, 
once the game was over with, uh, the same guy that called me, coach, coach at the Steelers, he was like, hey, man, you need to uh, talk to his dad. And I was like, well, I don't know if I can come up there and talk to his dad, but uh, we can, we can, we can make it where we can run into each other. When I run into him, you know, I let him know, you know, that it's a, we would like for him to come over to Cass if he's got the grades. Unfortunately, it never happened uh, that year. You know, we went when we finally saw Jay Rue. Jay Rue was the backup. Uh, I told Welcher, I was like, "Yeah, the the Cubs are playing the Steelers." I like let's let's go watch this quarterback and and Welcher came to the game and Jay Rue didn't he didn't play he he didn't play he was uh he was the backup you know he was the the man on the B team but he went to the A team and you know he was he was a backup so he wasn't getting any clock. So, you know, Welcher looked at me, and I was like, well, Coach, hey, I know the kid can play, you know. But uh, Mr. Campbell came and, and, and met us after the game and was, you know, really interested in coming to Cass. And, and I think Welcher told me then one of the things that stood out is the fact that the kid, even though he wasn't starting, he didn't quit. You know, and back, to, back then, I was, you know, I was a young Thundercat. So I was like, man, you know, he ain't starting, you know. Maybe he ain't as good as I thought he was. But, you know, that impressed Welcher. You know, Welcher was the first to point little things like that out, you know, before I ever noticed him. And then <laughs> once he uh, committed to, to coming to Cass and, and, like, you know, bought in and filled all his, out all his, all his paperwork and his grades checked through and we started practicing in the summer, the kid was just a natural leader, you know. As far as you know, I don't. Him and Welcher has a, a a much different relationship than me and him, you know, because I'm the you know I'm the I'm the good guy, you know. I I was always thinking that Jay Root could never do no wrong, and and Welcher was just kind of always on his head talking to him about talking to him about real life stuff, you know. I was I wasn't looking at it like then. Welcher Welcher's experience is what kept him grounded you know and then he had Welcher had a plan for him like he didn't just throw him out there because originally you know <laughs> Rue wasn't gonna be the starting quarterback we had another quarterback that actually started the year he just got hurt in week one you know and then Rue got thrown into the fire and and from then it was history you know from then it was history coach yeah. Butcher, any, any comments on that I think the most important thing was that, you know, that the kid was historical in the way how he reacted and everything. But the most important thing that really was the pivotal point in us really becoming a winning team was after we played East English Village one day, it was cold and rainy. Ooh, man. And, uh, we wanted to quit. We had no, we didn't have another quarterback. <laughs> man. And I said, well, you can't quit now. And so you got to finish the game out. And I said, I promise you after this game, we'll figure out how to make sure you don't get hit, you'll you get a better read and all this other stuff. And so we well, so we revamped we, we re we revamped the offense to make sure he didn't get hit. To make sure he got quicker reads and everything. Because I didn't want him to feel like, oh coach, I can't I can't do this. So we didn't want to hold the ball longer than he. You know, we we did a lot of pass drills, a lot of pass offense versus him just getting rushed and him teaching him how to get rid of the ball. And 
he responded real well to it. Next thing you know, the offense just started clicking even more. With him. So he started running it better and better and better. And we just built everything around him and his potential. And Mr. He Lundy, that is a story in the end of itself. The game he's talking about. <laughs> We played, I think they were still Crockett then. They weren't East English. They were Crockett. It was Crockett. Crockett. Oh, yeah. Crockett. Yeah, we, Crockett. Played, we played them. It was a rainy game. And, rainy. And I think the, the amount of turnovers during the game, I think they might have turned it over like eight times. Well, one team turns it over 12 times. One team turns it over eight. So the ball was all over the place. And I know, you know, I know the coaches over at Crockett. And they were determined that they were going to make the freshmen, they were going to hit the freshmen. If they were going to get beat, <laughs> they were going to punish the freshman and make him uh, make a decision, make some decisions. So that was their game plan. So they were hitting him every single, to the point where I can't even tell the offense, I'm like, hey, man, y'all need to do something. <laughs> they out there trying to kill him. <laughs> they out there trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. He, he 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 stuck with it. He stuck with it. King did the same thing. The 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 team from the city, you know, they they wanted to test test his heart. And and to this day, Terrell Patrick has become a friend of mine. But he was like, Coach, we sure was trying to reach out and touch him. He's like, I knew he was a player when he kept getting up. I was like, Yeah, he get up. He's a fighter. He's a scrapper. He's he's got natural leadership ability. You know, Jay Rue was always first in everything. Like when we were run, like hey, he he will he would be first. That that's when I you could tell something's wrong. If Jay Rue not first, something wrong. Yep. He was a he was a PSL champion of three hundred hurdles. Sophomore junior year he was. Yeah. yeah. Rue special. We came across a team, I think it was like week five or week six. But um Man, it was snowing, raining, and hell, and the wind was blowing extra hard. Like, it was literally, like, to this day, that might have been the worst game I ever played in as far as just the conditions itself. But um, we had some of the Lions players come to the game, and uh, it was supposed to be pretty hype. I think their record was pretty good. Ours was pretty good. But, uh, yeah, I had a very, very, very tough time, like, I was getting hit so much, and you know, in the cold, them hits feel way different than you know, just a regular day. But uh, yeah, just even throwing the ball, like my fingers was to the point it was numb. It was so cold. Uh, yeah, we couldn't really move the ball like that. Uh, I had probably like I don't know how many fumbles. Uh, I know I had like an interception or two too. Uh, it was just bad. <laughs> it was so bad. Like they was they they was on this. And the crazy part, the final score was only like I think seven zero or seven to six. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like that was probably the worst game I had in my life. I remember going home, like just feeling certain parts on my body. It was, I was so hurt. <laughs> like I was so hurt. I swear. But. uh yeah, like uh, one thing that drove me that that um that year after um the senior quarterback had got hurt, a lot of seniors on that team was calling my phone like no time wasted. Like the next day, it was like, hey, listen, like 
I know you ain't like really planning this, you know, and you know, stuff like that, but like, I need you basically, like, you know, like, long story short. And they was like really taking it serious. And like, I already loved football, I already was like, you know, uh, played quarterback like years prior and stuff like that, but I don't know, just uh, I know for sure that drove me, like, you know, like. The quarterback that they thought was gonna start already hurt, so and he he, he had a big injury towards ACL. So mm-hmm. like, I just knew like everything was it was serious. Like it's, it was not it wasn't no time for like no games. <laughs> like starting like right now, like you know what I mean. Like I just knew I had to really get serious and uh just make a way for real. So like every time stuff got deep, I just learned how to I guess brush it off or you know just let it you know fly over my head or one ear and not the other and you know this stuff like that yeah um and then that's that's what your coaches were talking about uh they said that the poise that you had that you showed was was impressive uh coach butcher he said that it was historical like the way that you were able to come in like under those conditions like that fast and like being being a freshman being that young was still able to lead the team. Like, of course, that like they helped you. And like you said, the seniors on your team. But, um, you know, just like from there, like the offense was clicking. Like y'all got better and better, like as from, from game to game, all the way into the national championship where y'all, how many points did y'all hang up on Catholic Central? Yeah, 49. Like, and Catholic, yeah, Catholic Central, they ain't no joke. Like that's a, that's a football powerhouse, but you, you had five touchdowns, uh, 49 points was the most that CC had ever given up in 40 years. So, like, yeah, it's like, like, talk about that, like, being in that moment, like, from from when you uh, from when you had to replace the uh, starter all the way to the national championship game. I think, like, the players on the team and the coaches just, they just gave it, a, not really gave it a chance, but when it's in front of your eyes sometimes, like, you either gonna like accept it or hate it. You know what I mean? Like, I guess like, I don't know, they just believed in me. Like, but really, like, really, really believed in me. Like, they really was like, you know, like sticking with me. You know, when I had my head down sometimes or, you know, uh, they just moved like, like, I ain't gonna say it was destined, but like I said, man, that, that year, it was it was so many emotions and uh just everybody was so like locked in kind of because the year before when I wasn't at cast uh I think that was what uh, 2010 they had went to the semifinals and lost and like they lost like while they was on the goal line about to score a touchdown and you know just coming from Detroit like you know this is a different type kind of city like and like if you got like that golden heart here it's like everybody see it and like like I don't know like 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 I said you want to go you you gonna accept it or hate it you know what I mean like <clears throat> so they just knew that I, I I was willing to fight I guess uh, I used to be making um tweets uh on Twitter like before the season like man I just want this spot so bad like <laughs> and like the seniors used to be laughing though like saying like. You know, like, oh, this boy, he crazy. Like, you know, there's a senior in front of him. Like, what is he thinking and stuff like that? But, like, I don't know. Just, like I said, coming from Detroit, uh, I had dreams. 
like, you know, uh, it's like sometimes I be thinking like, not it's just two categories, but at the same time, it's like if you can go make millions of dollars playing football, and you know, like the opportunity present itself, why not try? So, you know, uh, and like like I was just talking um, uh, like a couple minutes ago. Just saying, like, if you ain't gonna do it, like, if you, or if you is gonna do it, why not do it all the way? So, like, mm-hmm. you know, I used to uh, really like lock in, like, after practice, just you know, a couple more throws, or uh, if it was something I didn't understand, asking my coach, like, you know, because uh, I didn't, main thing, I didn't want to be lost. Like he said, with the Crockett situation, it was literally like, you no know, football is scheming and stuff. So it's like, they made it to where, like, we kind of in a lose-lose situation, you know what I mean? So it was like, I ain't want to be in that situation no more. Like, I'm, I'm I'm, smart, you know? So, like, I don't know, just – I just took it serious, and I, I found a guy – I found the group of guys that was not only uh, taking it serious, but they might have been taking it more serious than I was. So – and uh, it just worked out for the best, for real. Yeah, yeah. All right, good, good. So, yeah, y'all, um, y'all repeat, go again uh, – your sophomore year then and from there you get to garden city community college in kansas uh what was the biggest difference between garden city and detroit pressure pressure it was like it was different kind of pressure though uh during college in kansas had a 20-man out-of-state rule so uh say like you got 60 players on the roster 40 of them had to be from kansas you know 20 whether you lose uh, using the 20 on defense or splitting it up 10 to 10 on offense, defense, whatever the case is, only 20 could be uh, on that roster um, from out of state. So, but it was like 300, 400, maybe more than that. It was like so many kids down there. Like, I didn't even know, like, it was that many athletes. Like, because the, they was coming from everywhere. Just like how I, I had my Alabama offer, I was committed to Michigan State. Almost went there. It was kids coming from Alabama. Kids coming from uh, Texas A&M. Um, one kid had bagged up um, Mike Evans uh, that played with uh, Johnny Manziel. He had played oh, wide wow. Yeah. And, like, that was just one guy. Like, it was so many kids out there. And it was like, like, I don't know. I just had to really, uh, like, rejuvenate and, like, just really, uh, like, lock back in, like, 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 like I really wanted, like I just knew twenty men out of state. Like, come on, now that's that's tough. With like four or five hundred kids, like that's that's crazy. I seen I was seeing certain guys like walk off during the sprints. Like I'm about to go home. Like it was so hard. Like <laughs> I swear, like this coach was like he was smart though because you know if you make it that hard, that challenging and stuff like that, those that didn't quit. You know, you know the type of guy that you got on your team. You know what I mean? Like he gonna work and stuff like that. But man, it was some workouts. I don't even know how I made it through. Like it was tough for sure. Like you wake it up the next day, barely can walk up the stairs, and like, yeah, like that was tough. Yeah. Now, um, in in my research, uh, I saw that one of the receivers coaches, uh, Daniel McKinney, he was there. He's uh he's also from from Detroit and uh can you, t- you talk about your relationship with him and his effect on you uh he kind of probably saved my football career to be honest um 
like week two or three, uh, my sophomore year at Garden City, I was in a lunchroom eating, and um, I seen a, a dude that was like 6'6", 240, like, just like solid. So I asked him, like, what position do you play? And he told me quarterback. And um, I just had a bad feeling. I had a bad feeling about that. Like, we was like 2-0 or whatever. We was pretty good. But um, I just, I don't know. You know, you when you know, you just know. But uh, a couple of days later, coach called me down to the office, told me they wanted to start the dude and um, all that type of stuff. And uh, I was pretty mad, pretty upset. I even started crying. Like, I thought my football career was over with. Like, I had no scholarships. This is my second year in junior college. My last year in junior college. You know, you only can do two years. Like, what I'm about to do? And uh, you know, Coach Kenny saw me. And uh, like, he just told me, like, man, come play receiver, man. Like, you know, like, you already on the roster. Like, you know, really, I guess they could, like, could have switched me out or whatever. But, um. I remember that night at, at practice, I was so mad. I'm like, I'm about to show everybody, like, you know, like, I don't know, just got to prove everybody wrong. I'm going to just do something that they didn't think I was going to be able to do this. Or, you know, I, I was just real motivated. And, uh, yeah, uh, he, he, he took me under his wing. Uh, you know, just how I got the extra work in that quarterback, I started getting the work in that receiver as far as the feet work go and, you know, uh, understanding the defense from a receiver perspective and, you know, just all type of stuff. Uh, McKinney was that dual that receiver. McKinney was real nice. Uh, he got a lot of tape that um, uh, just showed, like, you know, his ability for real. So, you know, uh, you, know you got a dog like that, and he can actually explain to you and teach it to you, and, uh, uh, you know, let you comprehend it. Like, that for sure uh, came in handy. I think um, week, week four was my first game playing receiver. I had two catches for like 70 yards, 80 yards or something like that. Week five was my first uh, week starting. But um, at the end of the season, it was like all the receiver stats was kind of like evened out a little bit. So like, you know, I, me personally, uh, as a personal goal, for me to miss like the first three games and really first four – well, the first three games at receiver and then that first uh, – that, that fourth game really just getting thrown in there practicing that week at receiver. I feel like you know I excel you know from my my expectations that I have for myself you know so uh, but McKinney definitely uh, was looking out though he uh, gave me a lot of tips and you know uh, helped me learn so good good so uh, how did how did that try because after here after you graduated from uh, Guard City you you uh you get a chance to transfer to Fair State so how did your experience at Garden City prepare you to to get into Fair State? Ferris was just like not a cakewalk, but like no, like I'm so serious, man. Them workouts in Kansas, like I remember one time in practice, Coach Sims, that was our head coach name, like down in Kansas, uh, Jeffrey Sims. I remember one day he just didn't like the energy that the practice had, so he just like looked around, like remember Kansas, not like like Detroit, it's not like the city, like for real. Like there's a lot of open land and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This dude looked around the city, looked around the streets or whatever, and like seen like a, a light pole, like a real big light pole. He was like, man, I don't like how y'all practice. Blue the whistle, everybody bring it up. 
Now you see that light pole, man, this light pole was like miles away. Like running around there, come back, we're gonna start practice over. But it was like we an hour and a half into practice. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, who does that? But like, I mean, we won national championship. You know, uh, it's a lot of guys, uh, a lot of guys that um end up, you know, going to NFL or CFL or a couple guys in the AFL uh, from that team. We had a lot of talent. So, not saying Ferris was a cakewalk. We worked hard there too. But um, I feel like that Kansas, that, that got me ready for like the Army. Like, <laughs> like that, that, that was a different experience. I even looking back, I'll be looking at some of the pictures, you know, uh, like that I took down there. I was so big. All my, my shoulders looked at crazy. Like, we was we, we we got it in down there for sure. Most definitely, most definitely. So yeah, you uh you get to Ferris, you uh because you were coming off playing receiver at Kansas when you got to Ferris, they uh they asked you to move back to to the quarterback. Uh how how did that go? Why why they want you at quarterback after seeing you as at receiver? Uh number one, our Kansas, the the way our offense was designed. So I gotta tell you this. So when they when Kansas number one, like I said, when I was playing quarterback, we we started off three and zero. The first three games I played quarterback. The third game is when they kind of threw the uh, uh the bigger quarterback that just transferred into the fire. But um, after the fourth game where they started them, they uh brought me back into the office. They brought the third string into the office too. Uh, not the big guy. This was like a um. Uh, Kansas, because we only can have uh, 20 uh, mm-hmm. on the roster. But, um, and we was walking out to the office. I had told told dude, his name was Peyton. Uh, I told Peyton, I was like, he gonna uh, say I should stay at receiver because I just had like a decent game. Uh, my first time at receiver, a couple catches. Uh, he, I told him, I was like, he gonna ask me to stay at receiver, put you at quarterback. And, uh, you know, uh, I said, if he do that, I'm going to say, like, I think, you know, that that would be better just because, like, when I was at quarterback, I'm not I'm, – I'm, I've been playing football so long, just certain stuff that I know. When you got a 20-man out-of-state rule and uh, you use, like, 13 dudes on defense, we use, like, two of them at running back. We had two quarterbacks. And we had, like, I think only two receivers that was from out-of-state. You know, not to talk down or like nobody from Kansas or none of that, but like we we was talking about some goals here. Like we talking about like the best junior college in the country. We playing everybody. You know what I'm saying? So like mm-hmm. I just knew like if I went to receiver, I would get a lot of attention. I knew God like the, the other teams that had to plot on me and you know that type of thing. And then I seen Peyton working hard too. So you know I just uh, try not to have a selfish moment. And the coach even asked me. He was like, um. You know, we tried to put Dwayne at quarterback. That was the bigger dude that I saw in the lunchroom uh, week four. And it was like, we don't think that's going to work. Word for word, he told me, like, once again, I think you're the best quarterback on the team or whatever. But I feel like we'd be a better team if you go to receiver and we let Payne go to quarterback. How do you feel about it? And, like, it was so tough because, like, we talking about dreams, goals, and like you know, big stuff like you know. But uh, I just, I just felt like it was like, like bigger than me at that point. So uh, you know, I just went to receiver or whatever. But um, when I got to Ferris, 
I chose Ferris because number one, the type of offense they run, spread offense, and um, like it's it's kind of like Clemson in a way. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you got a lot of options. Uh, the quarter it's kind of not built around the quarterback, but if the quarterback make the right decisions, they'd be in the position to win. Uh, it's just like you know, once you uh. I don't know. It's just it's just certain stuff that I know about football. Like, you know, just little it's little cheats, little cheats, little cheats. And it's not really cheats. It's just if you know the game or not. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, when I first got the Ferris, I was telling them like, like I I feel like I was to sell like a quarterback or whatever. And uh, he wanted me to go to the quarterback too. Um, they had like some 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 dominant receivers for sure. Uh, like some pretty fast guys, some guys that I knew like I get the ball to, and they do uh, a lot of damage and stuff like that. But um, yeah, that was that was pretty much it. Like, you know, it was it was kind of like not even you no know, thinking twice about it. To be honest, like they had like uh one guy Malik Taylor. He played for uh, Green Bay right now. He uh, uh a receiver. He was like six two, like two twenty five or something like that. But he ran like a four three. Like you know, they had like yeah, they had like amazing talent like there for sure. So wow, yeah, and um. That's good because in even uh coach McKinney, yeah, he was he was saying that and he told the story of like how when you switch to receiver, he said that he think he thinks that you display like some really good leadership qualities and you know, uh think putting the team first and making that making that decision. But um yeah, so at Ferris in twenty eighteen, you won the Harlan Hill, which is the basically the D two equivalent equivalent of the Heisman. So uh like how like how'd you feel when you got that? Like how did your team and coaches empower you to you know to just to just take it at Ferris and go? I feel like if I didn't get that, I wasn't doing my job. Like I got to a school, Ferris was like, I think, I think they lost like three games the year before or something like that. Uh, uh, but they always been like quarterfinals, a semifinal team, or you know what I mean? Like somebody that was always in that uh in the conversation a little bit. Mm-hmm. Contenders, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I just knew like, you know, uh come like I said, coming from Kansas, man, I was so ready for so much. Like I felt like I could have went to the NFL after Kansas. Like it just just from as far as like the, the, the physical aspect, like and just like just, just the work, man, the work. That's what it be, you know, like just the work. I was working so hard it's like I said, if I didn't win it, I probably would have. I don't know what I would have did, <laughs> but like, hey, I probably went crazy or something. But um, yeah, I was I like you know like not even like joking. I was I I was working out after workouts, working out before workouts, uh, before classes, after class. Like I really like you know first first guy there at practice, last person to leave. Like I had days where like yeah like hey, I, I I was with it. I was all in, locked in, not worried about nothing else. <clears throat> awesome, awesome. All right, so um, I want to transition to uh to what you're doing now. We we talked some time ago, and you said that you're uh in your free time that you're you're training like some some high school students or like some youth youth players about the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I just want you to talk about that. You know, like what is it that you think you can bring to the players and why you think it's important for you to give back to the to the youth? I know what I, I as far as what I can bring, just like uh, 
football is just like you know any other sport like you know fundamentally sound uh you know uh deep talent you know when uh like when when when, it, when it's when it's understood when you can comprehend the game and stuff like that like you know you gotta have certain techniques to get away with certain stuff uh my specialty or what i uh believe in myself in is really just any type of throwing technique i feel like no matter how they threw the ball before they came with me if if they not already you know set and they uh what's the word like setting their own ways i guess uh and they can get away with it because certain people do throw different but um i just know i can teach it like i just i i, I didn't seen it i think i i made it to a point i can correct myself so if i know if i can do that you know, i can break it down and teach it to somebody else but um other than that, just far as giving back to him, it's like, you know, we got doctors and lawyers and, you know, judges and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, people that just, you know, just don't rock with sports. But uh, the talk always, and the recent years, as far as, uh, I guess I want to say black athletes, it's been like the black quarterback in the NFL, in my personal opinion, like, you know, we getting a little bit more in there, like, you know, time at the time, whatever. But I just feel like we can we can dominate and take over. Why not? You know what I mean? Like, why play football if, like I said, you ain't going to do it all the way? Or not even that. I know there's a lot of kids that got NFL dreams, too. You know, I, I, I know for a fact if it weren't for certain stuff, I would have not only probably been in the NFL, but I would at least have my chance, like, to be around them guys, like, have a little pro day or uh, uh, try out or work out or, you know, certain um, team owners probably wouldn't be scared to take a chance on me or, you know, all that type of stuff. So, uh, yeah, just as far as, like, I just know I could put it in them, like, just how to play football in general, throw the ball, run the ball, you know, uh, you know win. That's it. Understand it understanding game and, you know, just uh, take it to another level, you know, just not being regular with it, not just out there, you know, playing catch. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I'm going to transition to, uh, you know, the, why, why you, why you even were at, at Kansas. I do, I want to know, you know, how do you not let one moment, define the rest of your life because you because like you know you were able to bounce back from that like you had your success at kansas from from then on to ferris and then and then even now so how do you not let one moment define the rest of your life there's another day you know you may you did something yesterday but i live tomorrow you know what i mean like yeah like you know you just can't let the past uh you can't dwell on it you can't dwell on the past. It's not going to really do much for you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, ain't going to do too much for you. You know, it's just uh, wasting your time, for real. You know what I mean? Like, I did everything that I did. Uh, had consequences to my actions. And, you know, uh, after dealing with the courts and stuff like that, you just don't want to deal with them no more, to be honest. Uh, so, you know, you uh, just... You know, just take it one day at a time and, you know, uh, yeah, man, just kept going and just uh, decided what I what I wanted to do. You know, once I made that decision, any decision I made, really, I'm 
always just all in. You know, I'm go for it. So, you know, uh, that's kind of just, you know, how that happened for real. Just, uh, you know, just uh, kept my head on straight, try to stay out of trouble, and just, you know, keep my nose clean. I just go for it with life. Awesome. Awesome. You, uh, you, re- you recently had a daughter. Um, you were telling us about how how was your daughter, how has having your daughter like changed your perspective on life, and uh, what are some of the things that you want her to have that you didn't have coming up? She's still changing my perspective on life, to be honest. Like, uh, but uh, just really, um, I don't know. Like, I felt like this as far as um. Uh, having a child, like, I just felt like uh, me knowing what I know now, like, I like, I was in a position to do so, and uh, uh, basically just, um, you know, uh, I just want her to be more like, not as angry as I was, I guess, like, not as like tense as I was, like, you know what I mean? Like, not just, like, uh, like, so lost, I guess, you know what I mean? Like, just having some type of guidance for somebody where she can come talk to, and she knows she can come talk to them, and they're not going to spill her nothing wrong, they're not going to, you know what I'm saying, like, uh, send her in the wrong direction, or, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, just always going to have her back, always be there for it, you know what I mean? Like, hey, regardless. No, no matter how old she get, what year she is, no matter how irritating she get, or you know any of that type of stuff, like you know, that's always gonna be my baby. So like, yeah, just basically just being there for it, man. Like whatever she wanted to do, because I know uh, her mom was pretty athletic too. She ran track, so it's like I don't know if that is like, I guess later down the line we find out. But uh, yeah, like whatever she want to do, like I just want to just like bag her up. You know, just be there for her, be her little friend and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome, man. That's awesome. All right, we um we're winding down now. I'm gonna hit you with some quick hitters. That's uh just like the first thing that come to your mind uh when I ask the question. Are you ready? Gotcha. All right, uh favorite music artist and why? Lately, it meant me, but uh <laughs> besides <laughs> that, uh uh I like Nipsey. Uh I like I like Dirt, uh, recent time. Um, they're probably the uh, him, him, Rod Wave. Uh, oh yeah, Rod Wave, nice. He he, he he's been one of my favorites late, lately too. He's been going crazy for sure. Uh, I like Polo G. Uh, I like any type of music where. <clears throat> It's they they doing it for a reason, like it ain't just like you know worry about the clothes they got on or you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. uh, you know just uh something that ain't like got nothing to do with it like people rapping about like you know the stuff they went through and uh you know just something that you can like vibe to feel it like you know what I mean like mm-hmm. yeah, not like like the wannabe music. Or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I got you. I got you. All right. Uh, next question: Any secondary sports you would have played if it wasn't for football? Basketball for sure. 
that's what for sure. Just Cavs one like set up to be a basketball school. How uh, uh, was football? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had like like great talent there, great athletes and stuff like that that did play basketball. Uh, but um, I don't know. It's, it it was just always tougher. It was it, it's it, it's just tougher in general. You know, football you got 50, 60 guys on the team. Probably more than that. Basketball you got like fifteen at the most. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, we're going for football, basketball for sure. All right, most definitely, dope, dope. All right, last one. What do you want the world to know about J. Rue Campbell? Just one thing. One thing I want the world to know about me. Uh, like you just you can't listen to everything that you see, like in media, you know, like social media, news, all that type of stuff, like. They try to make it seem like I was just like the worst person ever. Like literally. Like I'll be feeling sometimes I should be able to sue somebody. Swear to God. Because like it just don't make sense. Like I literally the first time I defended myself, like I wanna say I was looking for like no type of trouble or whatever. I just feel like like it just came like looking for me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like it just came looking for me. And uh, you know, I just you know, protecting myself. I feel like honestly, I probably like went a little bit overboard due to like uh, I don't know what to really call it, but uh, you know how like I was explaining uh, you know how I feel about like our history, you know, black people history and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, like outside circumstances that may yeah, affect it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. But um, yeah, like I ain't a bad person, man. Like uh. I don't know. I feel like I was trying to uh, like accomplish something, not just for me, but like like for it, it was bigger than me. It was bigger than me. This football thing, all, like, kind of always been bigger than me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I played football because I love it, I like it, and stuff like that. But it was a way out the city. It was a way to show like you know kids from the city that they could do it. Uh, yeah, like it was, it was a little bit bigger than me, like a lot of times, and like, uh, yeah, like I ain't a selfish guy, you know what I mean? Like I do, uh, know have like my likes, dislikes, or whatever. I'm human too, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I ain't just like this superstar. Everybody think like he got it all figured out, had it all figured out. He gonna be straight, uh, you know he to take it out and all that, like. You know, I had my problems that I done went through, got through, been through. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, like I'm human, regular human, just like everybody else. I just, uh, only difference was I played football, worked hard at it, you know, created a name for myself, kind of, and that, and uh, uh, the people around me, what they helped. Uh, yeah, man, that's, that's pretty much it. I ain't a bad person, though. All right, most definitely. You human, you uh, make mistakes like everybody else. All right, all right. Uh, Jay Ruby, we appreciate you for doing this interview for us, man. I appreciate you coming to talk to us and uh, keep keep it up, man. Keep it up when you chase for football. What's up, man? Appreciate you. Appreciate you having. Me.